Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the College Hoops Daily Podcast presented by Betfred Sports. My name is Zach Kroll. I'm your host, and this is the show where we talk all things college basketball from now until the end of the final four you guys know the road will end there and it's still crazy for me to say that considering the final four in the national championship game for the 2023 season that happened just about a month ago and we already have our eyes looking towards next season but there was some breaking news in the world of college basketball that I did want to react to yesterday and that of course was Michigan transfer Hunter Dickinson finally making his decision after about a month in the portal. He has found his new home. He has committed to Kansas and he will play for Bill Self in Lawrence next season. And I'll start off by saying this, right? Hunter Dickinson is a player that we've never seen in the transfer portal before. He is very accomplished at the college level. And considering he's in the portal Despite anything that comes along with him, he is one of the better players in the country, and this is a huge, huge deal. If you look at Hunter Dickinson's resume, right, he is a uh, two-time first-team All-Big Ten player in 2021 and 2023 this past season. He also was a consensus second-team All-American in 2021, his freshman year, which was also the same year he obviously won Big Ten Freshman of the Year. He also has been first-team all Uh, Big Ten defensive team, first team all Big Ten freshman team, second team all Big Ten in 2022. He's made the NCAA tournament twice. He's made two Sweet 16s and an Elite Eight. Hunter Dickinson has seen everything at this level. And I think we've seen by the schools that were recruiting him, right, from Kansas to Kentucky, plus his hometown schools in the DMV area, like Georgetown and Maryland, you had to be among the best of the best if you really had a realistic shot at getting Hunter Dickinson. But I do think this fit with Kansas in particular, it does make a lot of sense. And I'll start off by saying this, right? One thing about Michigan that I've found pretty interesting, at least since Jawan Howard uh, has taken over as head coach, his first year he had Xavier Simpson. That was a holdover from the beeline era running his team at the point. But Michigan has had different point guards over the course of the last few seasons, from Mike Smith in 2021 to Devontae Jones, the transfer from Coastal Carolina last season. Then you had um, this past year, it was supposed to be Jalen Llewellyn, the transfer from Princeton, but he tore his ACL 
right before the season starts and they have to, uh, or right when the season started and they had to rely on freshman Doug McDaniel. So in Hunter Dickinson's three years in Ann Arbor, he's had to play with three different point guards. And that is going to be the opposite at Kansas who might not have necessarily the best point guard in the country, but they had the most trustworthy ball handler, ball distributor point guard in the country that should be able to get Hunter Dickinson the ball in the post plenty of times in Dewan Harris. And that also really helps when you play for a Bill Self coach team. Not only is Bill Self the best coach in college basketball, in my opinion, but his strength is setting up plays for his big man to have success on the court and just to get as many dunks and as many easy baskets as possible. We've seen so many times throughout the Bill Self era at Kansas, guys like Yudoka Azabuki, guys like Joel Embiid, guys like Perry Ellis, even David McCormick, who was a pretty inconsistent player throughout his college career at Kansas. But at the end of the day, he did have a major, major impact on why Kansas was able to win their second national championship under Bill Self, which occurred in 2022. And now you add Hunter Dickinson, a guy who has been one of the best players in the Big Ten over the course of the last three years, a guy that has had success in the NCAA tournament. This is a no-brainer for Kansas and obviously a pretty good decision for Dickinson, in my opinion, because I like this destination for him better than Kentucky, considering the Wildcats, a lot of their team is going to be built on pretty young players, and I don't necessarily know how that would have mixed with Dickinson. It's never easy to just take over as the leader of a team when – it's your first year with that new team. It doesn't matter if you're a freshman or if you're a transfer coming in from a new school and you're even if you're older, like that would have been a pretty tough situation for Dickinson, I think. Plus Kentucky also, they could be getting Oscar Sheboy back now with this news. And Kansas, they are a team that had to play KJ Adams at the five last year, who was a really good player and I still think will be a big contributor for Kansas going forward. And in, to his credit, One thing I'll say about K.J. Adams, he would always play significantly bigger than his size. I remember when I first heard he was 6'7", I was like, what? Every time I watch him, it looks like he's 6'9", 6'10", in the way he impacted the game, but he's more of a natural power forward. This move will allow him to shift back to that position. And Dickinson has not been the only transfer that Kansas has added so far this offseason. They've added Arterio Morris from Texas, and they've also added Nick Timberlake from Towson. And I think both of those guys should be able to benefit from this as well with plenty of opportunities to shoot the basketball. One thing about Dewan Harris is he isn't really the best shooter in the world, which is fine when you play shooters around him. And that was a concern considering Kansas lost each of their three leading scorers from last season in Jalen Wilson, Grady Dick, and Kevin McCullough. So Kansas will enter next season with a pretty good core of Dickinson, Dewan Harris, Arterio Morris, Nick Timberlake, and KJ Adams. And the bottom line is Bill Self, I said it, I said it earlier, like this guy is an elite coach, the best coach in the country, in my opinion. And at this point, it doesn't really matter what Kansas loses from the prior season. If this guy just has some talent on his team, he's going to be able to lead them to the top of the Big 12. And I do think overall as a conference, the Big 12 was so good last year, it was inevitable that the league was not only going to lose some talent, but I think it might take a step back. And by take a step back as a league, I'm not saying that all of a sudden it's going to turn into some irrelevant league. I just don't think that the Big 12 is going to be the best clear-cut conference in college basketball next season like it clearly was throughout this season, even though 
the Big 12 technically didn't have the greatest of showings in the NCAA tournament without a Final Four team, but the conference was no doubt elite last year. You just look at what a lot of these teams lost, right? Baylor, they're going to lose their trio of guards in Keontae George, Adam Flagler, and LJ Cryer. Kansas, of course, we know what they lost. I just mentioned it with Wilson and Grady Dick. You also have teams like Texas who made a deep run in the NCAA tournament, but they're going to be losing uh, a a handful of guys uh, for the Longhorns, including Marcus Carr, including Serge Jabari Rice. So that's not going to be easy to replace. Iowa State, they made the NCAA tournament from last year. They're losing a pretty big core of that team with Gabe Kalsher, uh, and, and those guys. So the Big 12, of course, Kansas State with Marquise Noel and Keontae Johnson, both those guys are going to be gone. So even though the Big 12, I think, has done overall a solid job of replacing that talent, and there are some teams like West Virginia as well as Kansas who had some success in the transfer portal, but at the end of the day, Kansas will enter next season as most likely a top five, top 10 team and the overall favorite to win the Big 12. And Hunter Dickinson in this move has a lot to do with it. I think it's interesting with Dickinson, right? Like, again, we have never seen a player of his caliber in the transfer portal. And if you're going to make that big of a decision, I remember the day when Dickinson announced that he would be entering the transfer. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It wasn't completely shocking due to the fact that Michigan's season just really fell off the rails. I think the one critique of Dickinson right now is the fact that this past season, Michigan not only had Hunter, but they had two future first-round NBA draft picks around him in Kobe Bufkin and Jet Howard, and still Michigan was not able to make the NCAA tournament, which on paper, that does sound pretty crazy, but we do know these games are not played on paper. And if you watched Michigan at all last year, it was pretty clear from the beginning something was off and they were not the same team that Jawan Howard had in his first few years that made deep tournament runs in Ann Arbor. But not like when Dickinson decided to leave and I first heard the rumors, that was another reason why I wasn't particularly shocked about it when he first entered the portal because the possibility of it was floated for a little bit. Dickinson has just done so much at the college level. And the thing I'm curious about is in a few years, how is Dickinson going to be remembered at Michigan? Because if you're making this big of a decision to leave a school where you've had so much success, it better be for a place that at least makes a little bit of sense. And all of his destinations would have been a solid fit. But I think Kansas in particular, playing for a coach in Bill Self that has had so much success with his big men, not to mention just the sheer amount of winning he's done, especially recently. I think this was not a no-brainer, but a decision that makes a lot of sense 
for both sides. And I give Hunter a lot of credit considering we know his deal, right? Like I think it's good for college basketball to have that villain prototype. And I don't even know if Hunter realized this or not, but in some ways, like how he was teasing his decision and how long, I don't want to say how long he took because he did make this decision only a few days after his final visit, but his whole recruiting process for a player that's so well-known of this magnitude, I think it might've turned a little bit of the other fan bases off in terms of impatience, just knowing like, could you make your decision already? We know he has the the podcast with Barstool. Uh, he's not afraid to talk. We know the celebration that he does after every time he makes a three-pointer. And the good thing is, as long as he doesn't say anything really stupid and he's just out there on the basketball court producing, I don't think Bill Self is going to mind any of the uh, of the extra stuff that comes with Hunter Dickinson because he still, at the end of the day, is one of the best players in the country. And I really like this Kansas team heading into next season. You have a coach in Bill Self plus a point guard in Dewan Harris that has not only won a national championship, but he knows exactly where to get the ball at all times. He knows just exactly how Bill Self wants it. And you put him with a dominant big man in Dickinson along with shooting around them, plus for a coach that is just so good getting his big man the ball in those positions. I'm really excited about this Kansas team next season, especially in a Big 12 conference where, again, there was a lot of talent lost from the teams we saw last year. Texas, they made the Elite Eight. They lose a bunch of talent. Kansas State, they made the Elite Eight last season. They lose a bunch of talent. And even though there are teams like West Virginia that have really improved, it's still Bill Self. It's still Kansas. And at the end of the day, they just got the best transfer in the portal. Now, it's also interesting. I remember the last time Kansas got a transfer like this. It didn't necessarily work out during the regular season, right? Remy Martin, of course, who was supposed to be the best transfer available in the portal two years ago, former Pac-12 player of the year at Arizona State, not as accomplished as Hunter at the college level, but it's, it's at least comparable considering Everything Remy accomplished at Arizona State, he led them to the NCAA tournament. He won a Conference Player of the Year award. So Remy, when he first got to Kansas, he didn't really play a ton. Bill Self just trusted Dewan Harris more. But as time went on, as the season went on, Remy found his role off the bench. And any Jayhawk fans know this. They don't win the national championship in 2022 without Remy Martin and some of the big shots he was able to hit off the bench for Kansas in that national championship game against North Carolina. So even though Remy didn't particularly work out during the regular season, especially compared to the expectations, Kansas still was able to get a national championship out of it. And the team around Remy was better than the team Kansas has around Hunter Dickinson right now. But Hunter Dickinson, he's obviously a better, more established, more accomplished player at the college level than Remy Martin. So the more I thought about this, the really more I like this decision by Dickinson for both sides, for him to come to Kansas. The Jayhawks should have a really talented roster around him next year. They should be one of the better teams in the Big 12. And I just think we have to give Bill Self more credit for the elite coach in college basketball he is. We all know that recently this sport has lost some of the greatest coaches we've ever seen, from Jay Wright to Bill Self to uh, to Bill Self to Mike Krzyzewski to Roy Williams uh, there have just been so many really good coaches from that have just retired from Wright, of course, to Shashevsky to Roy Williams. I'm, I'm, I apologize for saying Bill Self there. He's on my mind. It's still early in the morning, but we've seen a lot of really good coaches retire recently. And I think Tom Izzo is the main guy we look at as 
the legend that's still around from the college basketball we all grew up with. But at the end of the day, Bill Self belongs in that conversation considering he has won 17 Big 12 titles in his 20 years at Kansas as the head coach. That is absolutely absurd. He's never finished worse than third place in the Big 12 conference, which is also just an absurd stat. As long as Bill Self is there, Kansas is going to be right in that conversation. And adding Hunter Dickinson is a move that is big time, in my opinion, and should get Kansas right back at the top of the Big 12 and back in the top five and the top 10 entering next season. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. In addition to Kansas, there was one other team that made some noise yesterday in the transfer portal that I wanted to talk about, and it is Steve Forbes and Wake Forest. They landed the commitment of Efton Reed, Gonzaga transfer, who started his college career at LSU. He is also a former top 40 recruit, and he adds to a pretty nice transfer class brought in by Steve Forbes. Uh, They already added Hunter Salas, another former top 30, top 40 recruit from Gonzaga. And this is now really the third offseason in a row that Forbes has made some headlines in the transfer portal. But the crazy thing is, we didn't really realize just how good Steve Forbes was in the transfer portal until the 2022 season when we saw his guys on the basketball court. And I'll explain, right? There are a lot of times when it comes to the transfer portal, when we like to name our biggest winners and our biggest losers, where I'll give you an example. Ole Miss, you look at the team that they've brought in this offseason from the portal, right? They bring in Brandon Murray. They bring in Jamarian Sharp. They bring in Austin Nunez, a really good player from Arizona State. And it's pretty clear, like on paper, that is an absolutely loaded transfer class that should be able to help the Rebels win in a big way coming up this season. But when Steve Forbes added Alondis Williams, a seven-point-per-game player uh, two offseasons ago from Oklahoma, and Jake Laravia, a transfer from Indiana State, I don't necessarily think that anyone was really putting Wake Forest on their biggest list of transfer portal winners. But then once the season started, and once we saw these guys on the floor, and we saw Alondis Williams win the ACC Player of the Year in 2022, and when we saw Jake Laravia play his way into becoming a first-round pick in the 2022 NBA draft, we see just how good Steve Forbes really is in the transfer portal. And then... This past season, Wake Forest added Tyree Appleby from Florida, a guy who scored the ball a lot and was one of the better players in his conference at the mid-major level at Cleveland State. But at Florida, it didn't really work out for him under Mike White. He never really found a role. But then immediately, he comes to Wake Forest and he becomes their go-to bucket getter, their leading scorer, and the runner-up for ACC Player of the Year 
uh, this past season. So Steve Forbes has done a really good job with the transfer portal. And now he brings in two former top 40 recruits to add to a decent core that Wake Forest could have coming back next year. They add Salas, who I actually thought in Gonzaga's Sweet 16 victory in the NCAA tournament over UCLA, of course, when Julian Strather hit the shot of all shots to lead Gonzaga over UCLA. That game was absolutely wild. The Bruins played great in the first half. Gonzaga really couldn't make anything. And then in the second half, the the roles reversed. UCLA had about a nine-minute scoring drought. Uh, Gonzaga took advantage. The Zags looked like they had the game won. UCLA hits a couple shots late. Amari Bailey hits a big-time three to put the Bruins up one. It looks like they're going to get the victory. But unfortunately, Julian Strouder broke the hearts of Bruin fans, and Gonzaga ended up winning that game. Well, the adjustment that Mark Few made in the first half of that game was pulling guys like Nolan Hickman and guys like Rasir Bolton. Gonzaga's guards clearly were not getting the job done, and he went to his other guards in Malachi Smith and Hunter Salas. And I think Salas's defense down the stretch was a big reason why Gonzaga was able to hold on and win that game. So he's already really good at the defensive side of the ball. Offense, hopefully that will grow. Hopefully that will develop. But Salas, former top 40 recruit, that's a really good start for Wake. And then Efton Reed, I know he didn't play too big of a role for Gonzaga this past season, but I think we have to remember just two years ago, this dude was uh, LSU's primary big man on a team that made the NCAA tournament and at one point in the season was ranked in the top 10 under Will Wade. I know how the season ended. Coach Wade was fired and LSU kind of flamed out early in the NCAA tournament. But in that season for LSU, Efton Reed averaged 6.3 points per game in 19.6 minutes per game, uh, about four rebounds. So even on that team, he didn't play the biggest role, but he still started. And whenever you watch him, like the potential is there. And that's going to add to a Wake Forest core that should bring back uh, Andrew Carr, who was a really good player, about a 6'8", 6'9", stretch four that could shoot the ball. He is another guy who is a former transfer from Delaware. Uh, Forbes turned him into a really good player last year. They also should get Damari Monsanto, who was not only their leading three-point shooter, but one of the best three-point shooters in the ACC. He should be back hopefully healthy next season. He had a devastating injury pretty late in the season that I thought really kind of ended things for Wake. Cam Hildreth is also a guard I really like who played really well over the course of last season. So in a pretty weak ACC, that's pretty wide open, right? The powerhouses that we're so used to seeing, like Syracuse, like Louisville, they aren't really up to par right now. Notre Dame, I really like their hire of Micah Shrewsbury, but He's only going to be in his first year. It might take some time. Leonard Hamilton at Florida State, that's fallen off the rails a little bit. Georgia Tech has a first-year head coach in Damon Stoudemire. We know about the ACC. Despite Miami making long runs in the NCAA tournament over the course of the last two years, this is not the ACC that we grew up with. Uh, Even Virginia, they've made the NCAA tournament recently, but still, they are not, in my opinion, on the same level that they once were when they were winning national championships and getting to the final four. So when you look at the ACC, in my opinion, it's a pretty wide open conference. And I think Wake Forest with these these moves have set themselves up pretty well uh, to have success next year. And the fact that Steve Forbes is still there is a huge win because I know there were some rumblings earlier in the offseason, really towards the end of the regular season. 
And as good of a job as I think Steve Forbes has done with this Wake Forest team, he still hasn't gotten them to the NCAA tournament yet, even though he did win ACC Coach of the Year, deservingly so, two seasons ago. So I'm a big fan of Steve Forbes at Wake Forest. I think these two transfer moves are big-time, big-time acquisitions. And next year is the time for the Demon Deacons in a pretty wide-open ACC. But between Hunter Dickinson making his decision, between Wake Forest making some moves in the transfer portal – I thought I'd hit on it, and you guys know we will have a ton more content coming over the course of the next few weeks. The NBA draft is coming up. Really looking forward to talking about that with you guys, give you my opinion on some of the top prospects in the game, how I think their game will translate to the next level. Really looking forward to that, and you guys know the grind doesn't stop. We are talking college basketball here on this podcast. But I appreciate you guys listening. I'll talk to you guys soon. Everyone have a great weekend. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.